to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 277, The Big Bang. My name is John, and joining me is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, this hello. Is, this is future me telling you. Past me will come back soon. Okay. Okay. Just well, I know. got. I've got some mops. Ah, uh, yes, I will need one of those. Okay, I've got one of those. That's how we'll. But know. I'll get it from you later. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Taylor, how you doing? Oh, uh, I'm. I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing. Life, uh, you know, this whole year, I feel keeps like it's throwing us curveballs um, and challenges mm. and stuff. But <clears throat> we are making do, and we are currently getting ready for. I feel like I've been saying this like every single time we've recorded um, for most of this year. Another storm to blow in. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Yeah, because I gotta now that I'm gonna look at the AccuWeather forecast. <laughs> Bringing you the AccuWeather forecast on the top of the hour. Yeah, it's supposed to start raining again tomorrow. Um, rain, wind, all that fun stuff that I'm just really kind of over right now. Yeah, yeah we're supposed to I'm, get rain on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, makes sense. Yikes. If we're getting a Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I'm done. It's springtime. Bring bring on the sunshine. Bring on the warm weather. Like it was mild today. It was kind of nice. Yeah, it was. It was actually a pretty nice weather today here. So yeah, that was, that was a good good change of pace. Yeah. So anyway, it'll it'll give me one more chance to see if I've finally figured out where the leaks coming from the bus and <laughs> that I, you know, plugged it up. Yeah. Well, you could always <sighs> hire someone to pour water all over your. Well, that's kind of what I did last time, and I had Perrin actually spray the back corner of the bus, oh. um, you know, for a good couple of minutes until water started, you know, getting in. And that's, I thought I had plugged it then, and I don't think all the sealant had, um, like, as it dries, it might have shrunk a little bit or a couple of holes opened up. Yeah. Um, just as the the material dries. So I've, yeah, crammed a bunch more sealant all over that it's ugly and i kind of don't care at this point i just want the inside of my car dry yes <clears throat> always a good a yeah good feature to have in a car definitely dryness definitely <laughs> how are you doing john uh, i'm doing uh i'm doing well um good. It's, it's what it's been two weeks i uh yep i don't think i can uh complain too heavily about anything um we uh we went out to an early dinner. We got dinner at four thirty today. Wow! Did you go to Coco's? Are you like grandparents <laughs> now? Good heavens! Well, Lauren had a meeting at six thirty, and oh. Kenneth and Malia were uh, coming through town. So I said, "Lauren wants to see you guys, but this is literally the only time that uh, we can that we're free." We can go. And I said, "I have podcast recording too." So. They, I said, "Do you want to meet at four thirty? And they said <laughs> they did not have a problem with it. And uh, I mean, I guess technically we still ate at like five, five fifteen. So yeah, by the stuff seated and served and all yeah. that. 
But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, uh, I got some other stuff I want to talk about, but that kind of you know falls under what's making us happy this fortnight. But Taylor, I will let you uh, go forth. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't saying that is something you kind of typically do is have me go first with that. Um, yes. what is making me happy this time around? Um. Gosh, um, well, I'm taking some time off for spring break. Great. Um, not not that I get a spring break as a technical writer, but I will be um, uh, hanging with the fam as they have their spring break. Good. Um, and I think the uh, the plan right now is to take a few nights away in Monterey. Oh. I, I just had a flash of inspiration. Um uh, my wife's over here distracting me and I appreciate it so much. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm also, um, I've been kind of trying to figure out what I want to do with the, the bamboo Sonic Mark II. Um, I feel like I want to have like a little crystal or something coming out of the top of this thing. And I was just Ooh. driving myself nuts. Cause I've, I've made this like miniature, um, I think it's called a crate lamp. It's this miniature tiki lamp that's going to go on top of this actual piece of bamboo. Um, and it, I, I'm going to try. Um, it was it was pretty cheap. Um, and I found a translucent um, radio knob from the 50s. Oh, okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you a picture of it later. Um, but just kind of the shape and the style of it, I was like, oh, this, this might be it. This might be it. So, fingers crossed. I can get a little LED up in beneath it. Yeah. Kind of give a diffuse glow on it. John, I have to ask you, though. What if you had to pick a color for a Sonic? Like, I've got a feeling I know what you're going to say because I know who your favorite doctor is. <laughs> um, but understanding that right now i've got like red and green gels inside this lamp to kind of give it some uh some color mm-hmm. if you had to pick one of those colors for the top oh. light on it basically what, what what would you go with red or green i mean green i mean yeah it's kind of what i thought you would say. <laughs> if, if, now okay if you if you could pick from any color orange orange really interesting okay there's, i don't think there's an orange uh Oh, was Jody's orange? Um, orange-ish. It was kind of a little yellowy orange. Sonic screwdriver. I know yeah, some people would argue little... it's it's yellow, but the the LEDs itself inside it, I can guarantee you because I've taken mine apart and it has served as the internals for the bamboo Sonic are orange. I guarantee you that they're orange. Hmm. <clears throat> I'd need a deeper orange than this, though. Darker, more almost more of a red orange. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That would be cool. I'll take that under consideration. Yes. Well, what is making you happy this fortnight, John? Now I'm just looking at all the Sonic. Oh, boy. Um, I sent him down another rabbit hole, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> you keep trying to do that with Instagram shares. Oh, and... yes, that's right. Uh, let's see. What is making me happy this, this fortnight? Uh, well, I went to WonderCon this past weekend. Oh, yes. How was that? Uh, it was pretty cool. I interviewed the showrunners of The Ark. Okay. Have you heard of this show? I have not. Okay. It's um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, basically, uh, a, a ship uh, full of people 
are traveling to um, a new planet because their planet has been, um, you know, exploded or so, something. Exploded? Uh, yes, or something of the sort. Uh, and they wake up mid-flight in, okay. in a, uh, a spaceship that was not built for people to be walking around in. Um, so it's kind of claustrophobic. Oh, and also, uh, none of these people know how to do, like, ship jobs. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, like, engineer and uh, engineer and whatever else is, you know, like, doc- they, their doctor doesn't know how to doctor. Oh, that's uh, not good. So it's a whole thing as they are... Is it a drama? Is it a comedy? It is I, It is not a comedy. It's on sci-fi. Okay. It's on sci-fi. Um, oh, that's a network still, isn't it, huh? Y- yes, it is. And uh, oh, Okay. You know, pretty interesting show, and I got to interview them. Oh, and actually, Neat. This, this kind of segues into it, because my, my last question, I asked Dean Devlin, who's one of the uh, one of the, the showrunners, uh, actually yeah. creator slash showrunner, and I said, so when you come to these things, is there anything like that you've ever been like, hold on a second, everybody, we gotta, we gotta stop here. I got I, I gotta buy this. <laughs> Good question. And he said, "Oh, he said, well, I because his his um um oh my goodness uh Jonathan Glasner mm-hmm. he uh worked on I believe the original Stargate or Stargate SG one. Okay, off the top of my head, I can't remember. And he said, I you know whenever I see Stargate stuff, I want to buy it for him, but I don't know if he has it or not. So I. I found like this really cool thing, but I didn't buy it because I didn't know if he had it or not. And I said, did you have it? And he said, no. And I was like, oh. And then Dean said, it's either it's either that. This is all related, folks. I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, it's, <laughs> you know, it's either stuff like that or anything Doctor Who related. Really? And I said, that's funny. I don't have the time right now, and I'm sure you don't either, to this for this to become a Doctor Who interview. And he said, well, I'll just tell you right now, when I was watching the last episode, um, and Jody regenerates into David Tennant, I took out my phone and texted David Tennant. What? And said, what? Are you kidding me? The 10th Doctor is the 14th Doctor? And I, I can't remember what his final line was. He's like, my heart just sank as I saw this. And David Tennant said... Um, I don't think it was sank was the right word because sank makes it sound like he did not like enjoy that. Yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. He did enjoy it. I can't. I, I can't remember what the turn of phrase was, but uh, David Tennant apparently replied almost immediately and said, uh, "Yeah, same." So he, you know, like when I, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Right. This is so exciting. Uh, my heart is. I think my heart was a flutter when I just saw this and. And he says, yeah, when I found out, I felt the same way. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. That's good enough for me. Breaking news. Yeah, that was fun. So it's Dean Devlin. I did not ask for David Tennant's number. Fair. I mean, I bet you were tempted, though. Uh, A little bit. I'm trying to think of, like, how would he he know? uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But Dean Devlin, Doctor Who fan. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I found it. Bad Bad Samaritan. Dean Devlin directed it. Oh, that's how. That's oh, how we know. okay. Okay, there you go. And Robert Sheehan was in this. Wow, neat. Anyway, 
Okay. Anyway, guys, that's one thing that's making me happy. Uh, <laughs> baseball comes back this week, which is great. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, MLB The Show came out last week, which is great. Um, what else is something that... Oh, WrestleMania is this week, and it is in Los Angeles. Oh, boy. I'm I'm not going to WrestleMania, but I am going to a million shows starting Wednesday. Going to two shows with friend of the show and friend in general, uh, Mr. Mike Solko. Nice. We're going to be attending two shows on Wednesday, and we'll probably bump into each other the rest of the week. It's... um. It's nutty. It's going to be... Uh, I took I took for, uh, Thursday and Friday off. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, and then uh, what will be making me happy is next Wednesday. Uh, does my sister listen to this in the car? I hope not. Christine, if you... I'm going to say what you're doing next week if you're listening to this, which I don't think you do, you do anymore, but that's fine. Uh, my sister <laughs> and her family are coming down here to go to Universal... Oh, uh, and we're going to meet up with them on on Wednesday and hang out for the day. So I'm excited. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Love yes. it. Excellent. Excellent. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, a lot. A lot of things making me happy this week, including talking about the Big Bang. But we're not there. Yeah. yet. we're not there almost. Yet. We're almost, almost there. We got We got some who news that we got to talk about. We do. We do. Yeah. Um, not a ton. This time around, but a couple of things. Uh, one is a uh, doomsday is coming, and we're kind of having some victorious flashbacks. <laughs> yes. Uh, what, how, do so, you, uh, how do you feel about this? Ah, uh, mixed. <clears throat> I won't lie. I I am mixed um, because I'm I'm all for new stuff. I you know I like I like the concept of it. Yeah. Right. Um, an assassin is um, basically being hunted by death itself. Yes. And basically has 24 hours to find the doctor to, I don't know, stave this off somehow. Um, but I, and, and it, it, you know, just the idea right there without going into, it's going to be across multi, multi platforms. Um, yeah. It somehow is, centered on the number of hours an earth day has which is weird for a science fiction show it could have as many hours as it wanted to do yeah right yeah um and it is um i don't know they released a little teaser for it and uh suze kemper who is our uh, uh playing doom um she's a stand-up comedian in England, obviously. Yeah. And so we now have this rather kind of like serious sounding character being played by a comedian. And the video, the teaser is kind of snarky, kind of silly, kind of has definitely like a like a Russell T. Davies feel to it, which isn't a bad thing. No, a little more, a uh, l- little more. It feels like... Uh... I want. I want to. I, it has like a young adult feel to it. Yes, 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 yes. I completely agree with that. It absolutely does. But I'm. I'm trying to figure out like to whom it's geared. Right? Is it, it geared yeah. more to that younger audience? If so, why are we using an assassin? Um, but maybe that's just me and my way of thinking. I guess. Um, but but really, it comes down to, it, at least for me, personally, I shouldn't say this is a universal thing. It comes down to me is this is 
audiobooks. This is um, comics. This is but this is a multi-platform thing. And I remember when we talked about this whole time, Lord Victorious going, wow, they're going to put it across all these different things. You know, I don't know about you, but I didn't follow a lick of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like in in theory, it's a it's a great idea. And this has nothing to do with with Sue, with Sue Kempner or the trailer itself. I just feel like when you hear the concept of this is going to be a story with, that it'll be in the magazine, the comics, books, a game, big finish, <laughs> BBC. Yep. I'm tired. Like uh, that just <laughs> that just makes me tired. Yeah. You know? It's just like oh boy. Like I I'm sure it's gonna be it's gonna be fun and funny and interesting but boy oh boy that's just a lot of media for me to consume one story right you know and and with all love in my heart for doctor who and for you know the stuff that that they're doing and they're probably gearing up to do moving forward i I mean i'm on a budget folks (laughs) like you know there's only so much stuff that i can yeah. you know, pick up in a given month. And it's like, do I want to put it all toward this? Yeah. And, uh, you know, have they, even, not... have they, oh, they, it'll kick off in the doctor who digital channels. Yeah. So what's that? YouTube, Disney plus, uh, social I assume, media. I assume it's YouTube or it's, that yeah. would be my guess. They'll, they'll, they'll get, they'll get Sue's Kemper to uh, do the, you know, don't forget to like, and subscribe. Yeah. You know, and then uh, you know everybody will get a chance to do it before before the sixtieth set its run. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is this is actually like going to be a real big uh, year for for Doctor Who, mm-hmm. which I feel like we're you know we're we're kind of just like where's new Who, but there, it's it's going to be there's going to be good stuff. Like there's this, there's the Magic the Gathering. Uh, oh, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, and it's funny because my my friends like yeah they said they're gonna be coming out and i'm like i wonder when they're gonna be co- oh the 60th like i always forget oh it's the 60th so and who knows what other announcements we might get it, it's gonna be uh yeah i'm sure there's a lot coming i'm sure there's a lot you know going on and i am very excited for stuff in general and even if i don't get into doomsday like if it this could be a gateway for someone exactly so exactly and i'm and i'm all for that yeah I'm not I'm not going to complete like I know I was just like that's too many things I'm sleepy but that's me <laughs> that's just me so don't don't worry about it I feel like yeah. I feel like this is it'll be fun I will at least check out whatever little snippet they give us uh beyond the trailer on the uh on the digital channels right whatever that means I assume it's YouTube I assume that's correct so probably Probably. Yeah, I'll give it a shot, uh, but I don't really yeah. see myself sticking with it. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Well, uh, we're going to file this next one under rumor, oh, but yes. obviously, yes, um, it does seem like, again, rumor, um, that one of a spinoff series that we might get will focus on unit, which Honestly, that I'm on board with. I'm I'm interested to see how they keep it, because um, it's obviously like way different than than Torchwood. 
Yes. Or do, or do they just kind of make it? <laughs> do they just kind of make it like more gadgety with unit? It's it's not like maybe. I mean, you know, I, I, Torchwood was always kind of like the the underground, the working in the shadows. Yeah, but they also had like alien tech organization. Oh yeah, absolutely, and yeah. they were like making out with everybody and banging everybody left and right. You know, I yeah. don't know that we'll get that. Oh no, I was. I'm sorry. I with was, this, I, but I was talking more in the. I wonder if like they would make it like Torchwood, as in we are humans, but we have alien technology that helps us defeat alien presence. Yeah, no, I, I I understand what you meant, but obviously, you know, if you were looking at one of like the major differences, is that you know, unit is kind of more front and center in terms of say uh uk government right and stuff they're not as in the shadows um yeah it, it it'd be curious to see where they go with it and how to kind of keep it fresh um you know naturally i think we obviously we've got Gemma redgrave yeah so we'd have we'd have kate stewart um i would love to find out that Osgood is around. Oh. Like, I'd be very on board with that. That would be great. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, you'd have to have kind of like a core team that you would get to know, get backstories on. Um, and let's get let's get Sergeant Benton in there for just like a cameo. I think that. Oh, fun. God. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. That'd be great. I'm on board with I that. Would, I would love that. <clears throat> um and then of course you know the end of this article goes monster spin-offs are also rumored to be in the works yes period of course I'm like yeah uh sure <laughs> maybe maybe but unit i would totally be on board with unit i'd be fine with um yeah i don't i don't i as of this moment do not have a desire to watch any monster related doctor who thing like i said and i've said it many times now unless they structured it like the office or something and it was a complete send-up yeah i feel like maybe a weeping angels origin story yeah i that's it though. sure yeah that's literally it <laughs> <laughs> and then and then john would go i must leave now yes absolutely <clears throat> I don't know where it is. I'm right there. It is. I must oh no! Leave now. And I would just go, go apart, go, go. You know. Yep. Do something. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho. Yikes! 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 Well, that's wow. We didn't have a lot of who news for two weeks. That's no, weird. we we did not. You know what that means, folks? Tomorrow, when this episode is posted, you'll have like the biggest news of all time. Yeah something huge will drop although i should i should point out that on um i think it was this past sunday i think just yesterday it was the 18th anniversary of modern who returning ah, to yes yeah our screens so we should take a moment to recognize that as well absolutely yes <clears throat> i did see that and i went yeah thank you yep yep all right so this week we watched the big bang starring matt smith as the doctor karen gillen as amy pond Arthur Darville as Rory Pond and or the newly Rory Pond and Alex Kingston as River Song. It was written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Toby Haynes. It first aired June 26, 2010. Jeez. I know. 
Uh, and it is the final story of season five, and we have uh, we have a decent amount of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at the TARDIS Data Core. Yep, not quite a slew, but not slim pickings. Close, uh, very close. Yeah. In February of 2013, Stephen Moffat revealed that The Big Bang was likely his personal favorite of all the Doctor Who scripts he'd ever written. He further revealed that the title was a deliberate sexual innuendo and referred to what happened just after the credits rolled. Yep, leaving that there for you to mull over. Uh, Though contemporary... Contemporary viewers of the episode wouldn't have known it. A Good Man Goes to War would later explain that River Song was conceived within minutes of the conclusion of this episode. Moffat therefore claimed that the story had a filthy joke in the title only I knew about at the time. Nailed it. Literally. Which is a very, very Moffat thing to do, I yes. imagine. <laughs> Uh, according to Toby Haynes, this episode had no bigger budget and maybe even a little less than other episodes in the series. Uh, uh, that said, they did a pretty damn good job. Yeah. 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 Uh, but in the script, it was written. I love this part so much that uh, the doctor was a terrible dancer and danced like a junk, a drunk giraffe. And Matt Smith additionally came up with his own routine. Oh, my God. Which is now quite famous. Yeah. Um, and according to the episode commentary, Karen Gillan was genuinely laughing at Matt Smith's dancing in the reception scene. Love it. Rightly so, because it is quite, quite laughable. Uh, yeah. Alex Kingston. Uh, it's funny because I, I put the show notes together before I watch the episode and I see stuff where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to watch for that, you know? Um, and I've got two here where I was like, oh, I'm going to watch for that. And I didn't notice it at all so uh alex kingston was having trouble walking in heels during the scene where river gets her diary back from the doctor due to the ground being too soft after rainfall Mm. trust me california feels you um so they avoided long-range shots allowing alex to wear practical footwear uh she can subtly be seen sinking down after walking up to matt smith oh my god the ground is saturated oh man yep yep uh, during the cold open, Amelia overhears her aunt Sharon expressing concern that Amelia would join a star cult, saying that she doesn't trust that Richard Dawkins. Uh, in real life, Richard Dawkins was actually married from to Lala Ward from 1992 to 2016. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact of the day. Use that at your next trivia night. I will. Yeah, Karen Gillan revealed in the episode's commentary that during Amy and the Doctor's farewell scene before he leaves in the Pandorica, she actually turned the sonic screwdriver on by accident. This can be seen in the finished episode, although for some reason, like I said, I didn't notice it. That's funny. Now, here we go. Fences are cool, right? Yes. Okay. Stephen Moffat had suggested that Matt Smith wear a fez in the episode to give the Doctor some character as well as for comic relief. Luckily, he didn't stick with the mop. Um, others on the production staff who had seen Smith's enthusiasm for the costume items for the Doctor were concerned that the Fez might become a permanent part of the Doctor's wardrobe, which honestly I think would have been fine. Moffat had, however, already written the Fez destruction scene, uh, in which in one fluid movement, Amy throws the Fez in the air and River shoots it with this in mind. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I know you want it to become part of your outfit, Matt, but no. <laughs> That's oh, okay. Oh, Fez oh. sales shot through the roof after this oh, yeah. story. Did. Let's be honest. This are... and Gravity Falls. Yes. Yes. Oh my absolutely. gosh, yes. 
Wow. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That's all you get. Uh, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. All right. Um, I, I will I will not do my Grunkle Stan voice um, because it will destroy my throat for the rest of the episode. Uh, but if you've never watched Gravity Falls, people, please go watch it. It's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Hot on the heels of the Pandorica opens. The Pandorica closes with the Doctor inside and then opens again because of the Doctor but it's a future doctor who's already gotten out and is working to save Amy and also the universe because that's suffered some sort of catastrophic operating system error. Uh, things get even more timey-wimey than Tenet ever dreamed of, and somehow it all mostly works. But the only way the doctor can fix it all is to sacrifice himself to the crack in Amy's wall. Hmm, quirkiest HGTV show ever? Yes. Yes, it is. But will Amy's mind, with all that time crack exposure give up that easily not if we don't want our season to end with the big bang oh boy taylor all right so (laughs) overall overall feelings here what are you what are you thinking this is such a great episode i mean it is an absolute roller coaster that does i i will admit has some logical quandaries you don't say uh I, i i do i do say um but honestly it works well enough to keep me distracted from those yes like i've i've always said you know we we do a podcast where we kind of like watch doctor who with a critical eye yeah you know and so it's easy to go okay yeah but what about x y and z yes and then i go okay just sit back relax and enjoy the god dang show yeah yes um but yeah i mean literally i found myself getting emotional at parts like I was getting a little verklempt at times. Oh, it is. It's no, this is a really good episode. Well, I mean, you know, this is, you know, this is my doctor. This is yep. who I claim. So, yes, I also got <laughs> emotional. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Um, I had a great time with this. I, I I haven't watched this in a in a minute, but I did really enjoy that. I completely forgot about the whole him after we we close the crack and we're kind of unraveling his story mm-hmm. that we go back into the season where oh yes where he is and we had all of these scenes happen mm-hmm. uh you know but we're seeing them backwards now and i was like oh yeah i completely forgot about that because i do remember at the time there was a lot of discussion about the scene the weeping angels scene right because yes like that seemed really weird and out of place right and i feel like it was one of those things where it was like he didn't have his coat on and then everybody's like wait a second like did they totally goof like i see i see i see his cuff yeah you know and i don't think anybody you know ever like addresses it Mm, rightly so right you know but it was just one of those things they chalked it up to like wow that was a pretty big gaffe yeah and then it 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 wasn't um yeah which is great I, which i love yeah uh, overall i mean i i had a really good time watching this I, I you know there's some stuff where it's like oh boy okay um but it's few and far between between every you know everything else just thoroughly enjoyed it overall yeah um absolutely we do have i feel like we have some some really just great lines that kind of became this is very quotable Oh, completely trying to say we have obviously we have the i wear fezes now fezes are cool Mm -hmm. um we also have the um the something well using the old wedding right 
the it's something old, something new, something new, borrowed, something, something borrowed, blue. Something, yep. Yes. Yep. Which is great. I love. I love. And Moffat seems to be kind of the king of taking something simple and being like, but now it's Doctor Who. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> like you know, stone angels. Yes. Uh, amongst now other it's things. Scary. Now this is dark. Yes. now this is talking about the TARDIS the whole time. Um, yep. Yeah. So a lot of great stuff here. I think another thing that just I'm always reminded of when I watch this era of Doctor Who is how great Rory is. Yeah. I I I feel like at the time I underappreciated Rory. I think I did too, but I think that's because he's just dying all the time, and it just felt well, like really dumb. Yeah, he he did kind of become Doctor Who's Timmy. Yes, Kenny. Kenny, sorry. It's yeah. Timmy is a South Park character, so I will give you points for that. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm on the board. Put it on the board. Uh, but yeah, I um, I just found myself being like, wow, Roy's just great. Yeah, just overall. And another thing I remember having arguments with friends about with Rory is uh, now that he's uh, a real boy. Again, uh, yes. Um, do you and I actually think I, but I remember at the time having like arguments with my friends. But I think actually in a in the next season, I want to say in episode two or three, the doctor asks him if he remembers remembers it. Like if oh, he remembers I think you're right. Watching over Amy when she was in the Pandorica and he says, Yeah, every minute of it. And then I pose the question, so does that mean that um Rory is technically older than the doctor because he remembers and lived that life at the time? I, I would say physically or mentally. I mean me- mentally, because we know he's a real boy now, so um, and I will never stop seeing Rory as Pinocchio in my head. Thank I you. I mean, I would be fine with with Arthur Darville playing Pinocchio. <laughs> that sure, uh, why not? A fully, why fully not? grown man, Pinocchio. Pinocchio just wow. living his life. That's Pinocchio too, basically. Somebody get Guillermo del Toro on the phone. There we go. So, what do you think? You think he's? Uh, you you just think mentally he's? I mean, I I, I would think mentally. Mentally, he's too. You know, he just kind of yeah. Yeah, or what was um, it? Eight hundred, uh, one thousand nine hundred. Yeah, it's like 1, eighteen hundred ninety-four. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what what you do with that in terms of <clears throat> human memory and how fallible it is? Yeah. Over time, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, or you go, hey, it's just a show. I should really just relax. Yeah, that too. Uh, but it's a fair question. Yeah, like it is absolutely a fair question. Um, speaking of stuff from this era, I would like to go on record as really, really strongly disliking the Doctor Who font from this era. Oh, um, why? I really, I really don't like it. Doctor uh, opening. It's that that kind of blocky pseudo serif. Oh, the the DW that forms the TARDIS. I mean, I'm I'm fine with DW forming the TARDIS. It's literally the 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 whole font, oh, okay. like all all the various letters. It just it's visually unappealing to me. All right, fair. <clears throat> love the seasons, love the era, love Moffat's work, love Matt Smith's work. Yeah, but the font I could do with a different one. He but that's just me. Like the font, I don't. 
I'm I literally have a bumper sticker, not, not on a car, but I own it. I own this bumper sticker. It says font snob, and it's true. I am. <laughs> I, I own it. I I mean I will own the fact that I am a font snob is what I'm trying to say. I'm gonna put our uh podcast notes in wingdings right now. Oh man. <laughs> now neither of us know what we said. All right, shape, shape, square, bat face. You know, I don't know. What does that mean? Who knows? I, I think yeah. it means we liked it. Um, <laughs> I, I would be. I did something on a personal note that I found absolutely hilarious. Is we, you know, we get the previously on uh, Doctor Who thing, right, right, and then we just kind of roll right into the show for about what, like ten minutes. Yeah, a while. Which is great. I love that. I love doing that. I think, you know, you don't have to force the credits in somewhere. It's just mm-hmm. you, you wait for the uh the natural, the natural spot. Yeah, and just throw mm-hmm. it in. Um but the line that we that happens before we go to the credits is this is where it's where it gets compli compli oh my goodness. I was gonna say the sh- a show <laughs> that I worked on was yes. called Complicated. But uh this is where it gets complicated. Which is which uh, was a podcast you once it worked was on. once a podcast that uh, the aforementioned Mike Soko and uh, now fiance Lauren Bancroft were both on. Um, yeah, I thought that was very funny that back to back episodes both have the names of my Doctor Who podcasts in them. Yeah, and I that's pretty good. Did not did not recognize that coming in. <laughs> I, I i was a little um i was a little dismayed when um young amelia when kind of like scampering scampering maybe that's not the right word anyway um traipsing through the yeah. museum ends up you know kicking over frobisher yes how dare um and can i recommend against having ginormous sodas in museums that seems like a <laughs> Seems like a no food or drink area, but what do I know? Uh, it it you know what it is because I just went to a museum very recently. Uh, okay, so yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, I uh, I also got to say now we're talking about the museum and giant sodas and how they shouldn't be a thing. Another thing <laughs> that seems like um, now that was an Amy's mother, correct? It was her aunt. Correct, that's her aunt. Yeah, I gotta say. Like, if a child was lost in the museum, I feel like a better search would have happened. I, you know, seeing as how we were, you know, both Barnes Noble employees yes. and we would occasionally get the Code Adam yes. uh, uh, call over the intercom. Yeah, I don't, I think they could have done a better search. Yeah. Like, especially been like, okay, it's closing time. I, I guess just go home. Well, I guess your kid's like, not here. See ya. Yeah, you know, which I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, a kid could leave a museum if they at one point were in a museum. No, I know, I get it, but I mean, but like, but yeah, I I, where's I know the, where you're going with where's this. Where's the <clears throat> uh, side episode of the them searching for the child? Yeah, where is that? <laughs> I don't want to see it, but where? No, it's it's less germane to the story, apparently. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I think another. Oh, so when we're we're. We're kind of rewinding the doctor's timeline. Are you a little upset there was no back, back masking involved in any of that when we were playing? <laughs> um, you know, I didn't think about it at the time, but knowing how much a fan you are of it, I I was upset on your behalf. There you go. I was like, where is it? What is happening? Yeah. Um, was there anything about the 
wibbly wobbliness of this that you were kind of like okay like we get the doctor kind of i i love the the visual of him appearing in the field with um rory and not quite dead yet amy yeah i think that's just a great little scene Mm -hmm. um i completely agree with that and i i it's it's such a like it's such a Matt Smith thing. It's such a yeah. Matt doctor thing to be like, you know, here's a bunch of information disappears, pops back two seconds later. Oh, and don't forget this pops back. You know, it's, it's that like, he's thinking so fast that he doesn't get it all out. And it's like, Oh wait, but then to later in the episode, get the other side of that conversation. So we, we kind of get the whole thing fleshed out. Like, I love that. Yeah, I, th- I thoroughly like, we see that. why he pops back and says, "Oh, hey, don't forget this," um, and why he snatched the soda, right? And why he snatched. And it it is it's one of those things. It's I think of this in terms of like um, like Back to the Future being like time travel done really well, right? Like all the stuff that kind of connects. Um, you know, if if. <laughs> It's like the time travel version of Chekhov's gun. Um, you know, if, mm. if if the gun disappears in act one, it needs to come back in act three. Yes, um, yes. That kind of thing. Um, so if the mob when, disappears in act one, basically it has to come back. In right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. When the soda disappears in act one. Um, so the fact that we have these things happen and you're at first, you're like, oh, that's weird. What's going on? But then you actually get that answered later and it goes, okay, that makes sense. It disappeared because, and even if it is this closed time-like loop where it's like, there is no origin point for it. Yeah. This is just, you know, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like that doesn't bother me if it is a, a, um, like a causal loop. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's when, it's when stuff doesn't make sense when stuff's jarring, when, when something shows up and it's like, Oh, wait a second, this doesn't get explained or something disappears and you just never see it again. Do you think that Um, happened at all in this episode? I don't really recall anything. I I don't think so. I I think, I think the only time where I had like logical, um, quandaries, like stuff got answered. It's like, Oh, well, if there's no stars, then there's no sun. I'm like, how did humanity ever exist? Oh, it's the exploding TARDIS. <laughs> yes. I'm like, Oh, so it's gotcha. Zero okay. out of a hundred. No stars. Precisely. Um, so yeah, it's, it's stuff like that where anything that did come up eventually got answered. Yes. They, they closed that loop as well. Nailed it precisely yeah i don't think there was anything that i felt was too um insane no i mean even even when when like the doctor shows up and he just been zapped by the dalek yes and it goes you know oh he's dead and it's like well wait a second he wouldn't die he'd regenerate right yeah and then even that comes back around and you know you see that that was a distraction so you know the next thing could get set up yeah. Yes. Um, so all of that. Yeah. I mean, it works for me. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really have any um, issues. I'm trying to think if there's like one thing that I. Oh. So do you remember? I can't remember when this was revealed. Like, I don't think it was ever officially revealed, but you could <laughs> tell by what Matt Smith was wearing that if it, I believe it was a blue bow tie and the bluish shirt. 
that meant he was traveling into like the future. And if he was traveling with the red bow tie and the reddish shirt, that meant he was traveling into the past. Oh, no, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. But I think that was very um, red and blue bow tie, uh, Matt. Well, while while you're talking about that, because obviously there are people who could probably cosplay the heck out of that. Yeah. You know, and those in the know would be like, oh, I see you're traveling forward. I see you're traveling backwards. Can I say, I know that this episode, you know, obviously generated a lot of like, oh, I'm going to do this Matt Smith cosplay. Um, Or it's like, oh, we're going to do wedding party, Amy and Rory, you know, kind of thing. Nobody. I don't think I have seen anybody do space Florida, Amy. Oh, I mean, I would have to double check that. Like that just seems like such a perfect and simple, um, you know, cosplay from this episode that somebody could do. And honestly, it'd be really good if you want to join us for like the Tiki who thing that we're planning to do next Gallifrey, Mm. do space, Florida, Amy. There you go. Um, I just hope that space Florida is better than actual Florida. Yeah. If, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't anyway, know. I have no moving, move, moving on from that political commentary. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find <laughs> it, but I remember reading about it. Um, at least in in it was at least supposed to be like that in series in his first um go around. In his first season. Yeah, everything in the future. So this season. Yeah, so everything in the future was a blue tie, and everything in the past was red. I believe. Oh my god, that that would be hilarious, given like the red shift and blue shift of light, depending on whether things are like yeah. coming towards you in space or away from you in space. That that or it I might, love that. It might actually be the other way around where blue is traveling into the past whichever way it was yeah i mean i, I don't know i, can't I get remember. it i get it but that i love the idea i got and that's that's a fantastic little thing i literally cannot find the the article about it but um maybe john dreamt it maybe i did maybe it was part of the the dream uh the dream the dream lord yeah bowtie theory <laughs> bowtie theory yes <sighs> Oh Whatever. my gosh! I'll, f- I'll find that. This. I'll find it somewhere. That that is our alternate episode title: the Bowtie Theory. The Bowtie Theory. Oh boy! Yeah, I can't find it. Oh well, um, it's fine, everybody. Maybe I made it up. I don't think I did, but either way. Um, what else? Did you have anything else that uh that you would uh like to to talk about? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Um, I was just trying to figure out if bow tie is one word or two words because I'm a nerd like that. <clears throat> I think it's two. I'm pretty sure it's two. Yeah. I just, I was like, wait, it's a boat. No boat. Yeah. Anyway, anywho, um, no, I, I have to admit the, the like museum video about the last centurion was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. In kind of that like that silly way, as I'm sitting there going, I'm like, isn't that just Nick Briggs's voice? <laughs> um, but I mean, look at I mean, Big Finish just parlayed that into a whole like thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I loved I loved the wedding day scene where oh, it's great. It's it just and this is the part where I got like emotional, you know, because it's and it's 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 that one particular piece of music called "I Am the Doctor." 
Yes. You know, and that that music is building, and and Amy is going on, and everybody's like, "Oh God, she's gone off the deep end again," um, <laughs> and yes. and and it all just comes together, and I, it's such a moment. It is such a moment because you know, and I and I've 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 said this in the past. It's it's so true. The Doctor is my superhero. You know, yeah. Um, and so to have this kind of triumphant moment, this return. Um, it, it, you know, even watching it, you know, last week as, <laughs> as a guy in his mid forties, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's emotional. Yeah. It, it completely is. Um, and yeah, I just, I love that. It's such a great ending. It's such a great ending Goodbye you know, to a to season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go clean up the party. We're out of here. Yeah, see ya. We're going to go make space babies. <laughs> the most important space baby of them all. Well, yeah. <laughs> In fair point. I've I've found it. You have? Have I've you found really? found the Reddit post from oh, 10 my years gosh. ago. Oh, my gosh. It was listed in the, um, in the um, TV tropes. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 Um, and it's uh, it says, let me see here. The... 11th Doctor's bow tie has been known to change color depending on where the episode is set. If it is uh, blue, if it is set in the past or present, and red if it is set in the future. So it's literally just the setting of the episode. Yes. Okay. I guess into as in where we are, um, I guess, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I'm... I am so going to have why, to watch for that more. That's why it would make sense that when the the weeping angel scene mm-hmm. both take place technically in the future, it's just the jacket is the the tell. Yeah, there's not like a he's wait. Why is he wearing a different bow tie? There's nothing like that. Right, right. And if I remember correctly, I don't even think you see the bow tie when I think you he... see his shirt and his. Yeah, and his jacket. jacket. Yeah. yeah, pretty sure. Um, interesting. I am as we watch more Matt Smith episodes, I'm going to have to watch for that. Yeah, I thought that was a very cool and random thing that I remembered. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, nicely done. Thank you. I was gonna say double nicely done for finding it. Yeah. If I if Man. I drifted away, that's why I was trying to find it. And I found I, it. It's 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 why we like having you on uh, all night with the living geeks with us. I'm a, I'm a little gook. Googler, you are <laughs> the Googler. That's oh awful. my god! That's not my. I, I was not. just going to call you our research assistant, but sure. Oh yeah, that's way better. I like, yes. I like that more than than, than like a like a, a two bit bargain seven Batman. Batman. Yes, yeah. The Googler. I got us there faster using Google. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. There is a discarded Google Super Bowl ad somewhere with me. With that whole idea. Probably. There has Probably. to be. Yeah. Oh, oh my boy. word. Well on that note. Yeah, let's uh let's start let's start hitting some buttons here. Definitely. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. Uh apparently I hit that button so hard that it I hit it twice and it stopped the sound clip. <laughs> Oh wow! So that's why there was that dead air space right there that you guys won't hear. Yeah, no, because we use truncate silence and audacity. There you go. It's the best. 
Yeah. Um, so okay, the only like uh, we had the the I feel like the destroying something because I don't like it with the Fez should go yeah. in there. That I'll give you that. I'll that give you that. Go in there. Uh, I mean, Rory punching the doctor. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I'm not sure if there's anything else. No, that feels like the only. <laughs> Like but those are two, two pretty good ones. Yeah, I would I would go. Um, I mean, solid punch. Yes, hell of a right hook. Yes, I would go like a, I go like a three and a quarter. Yeah, I was kind of you know closer to the four range. Right. You know, um, I mean, because really the shooting the fez thing is so kind of like iconic in a way because the fez became such a thing. Yeah. So I'll give it that. Okay, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair. All right. Fair rating there. Uh, time to double click another button yeah hopefully hopefully not i'm gonna (laughs) press it very delicately gingerly gathering close it's time for the behind the coast all right taylor what do we what do we think here i you know really i don't think the episode on the whole was particularly scary yeah um it's definitely a bit confusing at times just because of all the jumping around um, and I'm, I'm trying to think of this, you know, coming from the perspective of, of younger viewers. Um, and it is definitely, definitely emotional at times. I oh, mean, yeah. you literally have the hero of the show sacrifice himself. And then, I mean, you have the equivalent of like, you know, clap to bring the fairy back to life. Again, <laughs> I was actually going to mention that. Did, I feel like we've done this really? twice. Like, well, we did it with, with Tenet. Where he was like an he was like oh a, god a yes thing. yes and then it was like yes. everyone remember the doctor and he'll you're become absolutely right a, a hot mid thirties guy again <laughs> I don't know <laughs> and somehow it worked it did, and, it worked. and not only that it made him come back again oh yeah it did yeah, yeah. it's wild man the power of guys the power of religious prayer that's the message I, here. no I'm just kidding no it's actually it's literally the power of the doctor <laughs> but I'm bummed. There you go, guys. If you uh, find it in your yeah. heart to let G, I'm just kidding. Now we're good. <laughs> you two can bring back uh, people from near death. That's the message. We'll see you guys in two weeks. No, oh, all right. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, meanwhile, John's gone off the uh, <laughs> deep end. Yes, I'll, I'll be taking over this, the episodes from now on. Wonderful. Uh, um, hey. All right. So what do, what do we got in uh, in two weeks' time here? Uh, in two weeks' time, we are going to uh, jump to the beginning of the next season uh, because you've got quite a <laughs> schedule yeah, I do. coming up the next week or so. And we are going to watch The Impossible Astronaut. There's that word again. Impossible. Or what is it with this show? Is everything just impossible? It has to be. Yeah, I don't know, Doc. <laughs> Just all the time travel yeah. references yeah. tonight. Was, Let's just get Bill and Ted like, in here somehow. Excellent. Um, I'm sorry. Yes. Ex- no way. Um, um, they just overuse the word impossible in Doctor Who. I would love to just see a season where that word doesn't get uttered once. Well, I think that is impossible. Nailed it probably it. is. Um, yeah. Good I job. I think this is the first episode I watched live. Oh, nice. This yeah. will be interesting to see think. how you remember it. Oh, I... I well we'll get we'll, when we get to the episode <laughs> we'll, we'll 
we'll talk about it then. But until then, actually, before we get to the plugs, uh, it is the end of the month. So tell us what's uh, coming up on the next episode of uh, All Night with Little. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It is the end of the month. So um, by this Saturday, so a few days from now, um, no joke. Um, we'll be dropping our next episode in which uh, Seb takes a look at a um, an alleged UFO blasting through a billboard. Oh, yep, it's not quite the cool. He actually found pictures of it too, um, and it's not the cool saucer shape you're hoping for. But it is weird, so we will talk about that. We will share those images on our Twitter, um, and I talk about. Um, possibly one of the earliest popular and popular in terms of like, there was a lot of news articles about it. Right. Um, um, it's actually not a cattle mutilation, but a horse mutilation. And, uh, it's called what hit snippy. Oh boy. The lesser known, oh, yeah. uh, metal band horse mutilation. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, spoilers. Snippy skeleton is still around. Ooh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So I will leave that as a teaser. You will have to check out the episode uh, uh, Saturday morning, April 1st. Oh, April Fool's. That's happening. Uh, no joke. It's also the episode will be there. It's birthday. Aw, happy birthday to yes, her. Yes, indeed. All right. So uh, until uh, two weeks' time, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search for Podcastica. Please rate and review us as well. Also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, if you are looking to buy any N-O-T-L-G merchandise, you can head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Or if you are just looking to donate to us monetarily, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G is the spot to do that. Uh, make sure you are still supporting local businesses mm-hmm. any way you can. Um, you guys know the drill. And, uh, you also know that this is the end of the episode. So join us again <laughs> in two weeks' time when we talk about the impossible astronaut. And we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. If anything, you'll be louder than me, maybe. (laughs) We shall see. We'll see.